0: Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of the Pleasure Zone, Body Whisperer Melita Yelenich.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melitza Yelenich, and we are having a very fun and interesting topic tonight called "In and Out of Control." And guess what? The guest is Con- Connor Hill. So how lucky are we that he has chosen to come back on our show to create more consciousness for all of us? So since we spoke to Connor last, Connor's done some amazing and interesting classes, expanded his awareness and changed the world, of course. Uh, Connor is an athlete. You can, you know, if you've ever seen his photos, you know that. He's an engineer, an entrepreneur. I like how you giggle. <laughs> entrepreneur. <laughs> adventure, and and he forgot. But he's also an access consciousness facilitator. He's well known for his intense kindness. I think maybe I said that on the last one. Curiosity and his capacity to be present with someone who is willing to change. So while he was growing up, he was living between Chicago and small town Kansas, and that kind of gave him a taste of a different reality. So he actually sought out to create his own. And after several years of working in civil and environmental engineering, he kind of thought, you know, cleaning up a planet's pretty good, but it's not happening as fast as I'd like it, and it's not making the impact or the breadth of the impact that he was hoping to create. So he knew something else had to be possible, and so he started to use tools of access consciousness in every facet of his life. And those tools have created more awareness and consciousness for him And for so many other people, faster and easier than he was even really allowing himself to be aware of. So what he discovered that would normally take years and experience and life lessons could be literally reduced to months or even sometimes seconds with access tools. And now that Connor is an access consciousness facilitator, he is going to be offering classes for all kinds of things. Foundation on level one is his first one. So, you want to talk about that, Connor?
2: Yeah, thank you very much, Melita. So, we've actually got, yeah, I have a class that's starting next week. Uh, bars is starting on October eighth, next Wednesday. We're doing that in Louisville, uh, Colorado. And then following that class, we're doing the two days of foundations on Thursday and Friday, and then the last two days, Saturday, Sunday, of level one. So, um, Cool. You're
1: co-facilitating that?
2: that, right? I am. Well, who Co-facil- are you co-facilitating with? Co-facilitating that with Kate Spear. She lives in Boulder. She is phenomenal. She's also a, uh access consciousness facilitator and mother and loving ex-wife and girlfriend and just just an amazing, amazing, phenomenal woman kind of all around. So I'm really excited to be doing that with her. And she actually just finished a class out in Telluride that really opened up her world from when I talked to her. So super excited about that class next week. We're actually all holding a um, little taster class this Thursday up in Boulder. So if anybody wants to check that out, you can find us on Facebook. Best Very
1: cool. Do to- you right. have a... Do you have any uh, secret naughty classes that you aren't advertising yet that we can all know about? <laughs> <I'm just laughs> secret
2: saying. naughty classes? Did Maybe you know, like just one com- I, you? Would
1: to you, like, I would come to your secret naughty classes. You just gotta let me know about them.
2: <laughs> Only you know about those, <laughs> Lisa.
1: Awesome. That's awesome. Thanks, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> so, whenever, you know, we can go facilitate. Um, <laughs> so I thought, you know, I listened to a little blurb that got sent out on an access. uh, It was a newsletter. And when I listened to it, I thought, oh, I got to listen to this. It's Connor. It's funny. It's going to be funny for sure. And it was where Gary was giving you a strong talk. And he mentioned the words control and being totally out of control and totally in control. So for the people who haven't listened to that strong talk, um, do you mind giving them a little brief on what that Strong Talk was about?
2: Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure some people are like, what is Strong Talk? Well, um, so Strong Talk is uh, actually Gary's doing a telecall for Strong Talk that starts October 2nd. Um, and it's for anyone that's actually been to a level two and three. So at this point in time, you're you, you've gone through sort of maybe the easier things um, to, you know, be more aware and get more consciousness and all that kind of stuff. And I say easier because a strong talk is really something where you, you are going to maybe, um, you're going to look at things that you don't necessarily maybe want to about yourself. Um, and to me, it, it was just, he strong talked me cause I, uh, ran a horse over an electric fence, like through the electric fence, ran it down, like at El Lugar down in Costa Rica. And so he gave me a pretty good strong talk there. And then I asked him about that strong talk and kind of where I was choosing um, what I was actually choosing while I was riding the horse uh, in that, you know, sort of created that whole um, scenario. And, that's really kind of what this call is all about, right? Is, is being in and out of control. And I, for the most part, through that strong talk, have realized that um, I'm really good at out of control (laughs) and and I don't really do a whole lot of in control um, unless it's absolutely necessary or as I deem it so, or I have in the past and I'm getting to the point now where I'm, allowing myself to do more control without force so that was kind of a lot in a short segment is that kind of what you got from listening to the strong talk
1: yeah yeah so the control yeah i think that was cool so because part of that strong talk was like yeah he was asking you about um you know you were like being totally out of control and he was asking you about being willing to be in control and I think you said something to the effect of you were only willing to be in control if it was to save somebody's life. Uh,
2: yeah, if it, I was going to be in control if, if my being out of control killed somebody else. Not, not yeah. me, but somebody else. Um, so, um, <laughs> so yeah, riding my horse had it been okay. Had I been about to kill somebody else and not myself then I probably would have actually done the control that was necessary to stop the horse or control the horse in a manner that worked for both me and the horse and didn't have us run over a fence. Cause one thing I, I will add and for those that may not know is that um, Gary always says it and I get it more and more every time I ride a horse. But if you want to learn anything in life, go ride a horse and the horse I was riding that day to me is like a it's like driving a Ferrari, and I and I, somebody tossed me the keys, and I got a little excited. <laughs> right.
1: That's awesome.
2: Yeah. So I, I've,
1: I've, only, I've only ridden a horse like once in my life. So yeah, riding. I could see how riding horses, because basically, you're in communion with them. If you actually want to get somewhere, and if you're not in communion with them, then you're screwed.
2: Right. Right. So I guess. And your pleasure zone is all about sort of sex and relationships we can get into that in and out of control with can we?
1: That's another awesome.
2: person I would hope so right <laughs> maybe now is the time <laughs> um, Connor
1: we're going to talk about sex that's ridiculous I don't think I ever talk about sex with you no it's weird it's awkward uh-huh. and I feel really uncomfortable
2: right
1: <laughs> awesome sh- right because that, that's totally out of control um, uh-huh. so I, I looked at some things I thought okay what is What does actually control mean? Because I get the energy of control. I get when I'm doing control. Uh, you know, a lot of times when I'm doing control, I'm being a micromanager. And and then uh, for a long time, I was making my control habits of um, wrongness. And I was also doing them as more of an automatic response rather than something I was aware of or choosing. Yeah. So... I thought, okay, so what if uh, being a control freak in some areas of my life could be a contribution? And so now I'm more allowing myself to be in control where I was making control a total wrongness for a really long time. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And then I thought, okay, so how does control relate to sex? And, like, you know, if people are in total control, are they a dominatrix? And if they're totally out of control, are they. the submissive does it have to be that extreme and what else is possible
2: yeah i like that
1: yeah yeah Uh, so what if we can be both the dominatrix and the submissive why not right you you know you're kind of like playing with that because it's Mm -hmm. like if we are completely in control and then we choose to be totally out of control how much more can we receive Mm
2: mm-hmm yeah, and how much mm-hmm. do you, how much is, does your willingness to receive allow you to be in control?
1: Yeah, right. So if we're that, willing to receive, then we can allow ourselves to let go and, and when control is necessary, choose it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because that was one thing Gary even said to me was, had I been willing to receive at the time, then the horse would have stopped. Yet I was not. (laughs) So I look at like how you bring that into sex and relationships is with both of the two. It's like, I was kind of thinking before this call, it's like a dance, right? Where someone may lead and you could probably even have whoever is leading change that the person that is leading still needs to receive from the person that they are leading. And sort of that whole thing of like the kingdom of we stuff is to also allow the person that is not leading kind of contribute to them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and when people are dancing, it's like their energy is how they're speaking to each other because they're not usually talking, right? So. How to actually communicate with the language to create that dance of in control, out of control. Mm. And when they're both existing, what is it really? If it's not being in control or it's not being out of control because we're being both at the same time, so we can't be the extreme. I was was wondering about that. I was like, is that when we're actually being aggressive presence? Mm. Being the energy that's required in the moment.
2: Yeah. I yeah. was
1: yeah, kind of playing with that. I was like wondering, is is like being totally in control what aggressive presence is? Is like, you know being totally out of control aggressive presence? No, it was like, kind of like the dance between the two. Yeah,
2: because I think for a long time, I would have said in control is controlling with force just in general. And and I sort of misidentified and misapplied. Control is not really being relaxed or willing to receive, and sort of just how you're saying um, that aggressive presence. And I guess it it kind of gets to me. I mean, it gets at to me a lot about whether you're in conclusion or not. So
1: right, because we can also be totally in conclusion of what control is and what control isn't.
2: Yeah. And when we're trying to control with force, we are controlling with some set conclusion and some set outcome in mind, that and, and one direction as to how we're going to get there, like A plus A B C D E maybe, kind of like a linear sort of.
1: Yeah, this is how totally. We can do. All those the instructions of how to control. First, you look at the person in the eye. You make them submissive. Then you, once you're submissive, you manipulate them to do whatever you want, That control. What else is possible?
2: That guys, sounds kind that of
1: fun. <laughs> You like that idea? Okay, we can work with that. So first, yeah. I'll look at you. No
2: I knew you were good at control.
1: Uh, I'm really good at control. I'm a little bit of a control freak. Um, so, yeah, like I was saying, I was making it such a wrongness. And what if it's not? Like, what if there's a gift in it? And, you know, willing to be that sometimes for people um, who are really willing to receive it can also change their world. If you're willing to be a control freak and they require somebody to be totally in control just so that they can totally let go, it can be a total gift. Just my yeah. point of view. But I could see the energy of how that can work. It's like being that. So it's different than necessarily controlling, but it's more about the aggressive presence. And we can talk about that more after this break.
0: Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm.
3: What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life?
0: This is The Pleasure Zone with Body Whisperer, Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada, 613-800-8736, or you can Skype us at A2Zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melissa at Now, back to the program.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melissa Yelenich, and I'm speaking with my guest, Connor Hill. And today we are chatting about being in and out of control and what that means to us. And maybe maybe we're going to kind of try and unravel wherever we've chosen not to be in control, chose to be in control, and wherever we've made those things right or totally right or totally wrongness, And how we can be in more allowance of being all of that, which would be more of all of who we truly be. And so I invite all of you who are listening, if um, you know if you'd like to join us in the chat room, that'd be great. So uh, you can just click on the chat uh, on the, the chat thing, button you can click on and join us in the chat room. I'd love to uh, play with you guys in the chat room. We have a few people in the chat room now who are uh, who are always willing to contribute, and it's always fun to have your energy on there. So, so Connor, when we just went back for break, we were kind of discussing. Uh, different things around being in and out of control and one of the things i thought maybe um maybe i'd like to just i think i kind of touched on it that i'd like to talk about like what the word actually means so i looked that up before we uh before we came on and so have you ever looked up the word control in the I etymology have... or in the yeah. dictionaries
2: I actually haven't, and that is really surprising that I haven't. I'm normally pretty good at that, and I'm really glad that you did. So let's hear it.
1: Cool, because I actually never looked it up until today either. So in the 14th century, control meant to check or to verify something. So the word actually control freak didn't come until the 1960s. And the word um, comes from the original two words, that were Latin uh, contra, meaning against. And then the other word, which was roll. So that was from the, also from the Latin, which meant wheel. Or it also in medieval times that you were checking something uh, by a duplicate register, which I thought that's pretty interesting. They had duplication systems in the 14th century medieval times. That's amazing. So hmm. even then, we had people that were trying to make sure and duplicate things. You know, am not really sure what that was, but I, I can only imagine mm. that it was verifying documents and stuff. And, yeah. I'll see that. So everywhere, you know, where we have these, like, ideas, ideas about what um, control is, so whatever control means to us and whatever control doesn't mean to us, shall we just destroy and uncreate all that times God's billion
2: Yes, please.
1: So that we can allow something, yeah, okay, cool, to allow something greater to show up so we'll do that. So what is control to you and what is being out of control to you? And everything that is, time is a godzillion, let's destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. And for those of you who wonder what is that uh kooky little sting I'm saying, um, that is a clearing statement, and you can find that on www. TheClearingStatement.com to find out more about that. So we're just bringing up some energies about what we have, points of view about what control is and what control isn't, and just asking to destroy and create, uncreate all of that, so that we can have uh, more of uh, more awareness for one and just a broader sense of what we can choose.
2: Yeah, that was so, great. Thank you.
1: Yeah, you're welcome.
2: Yeah, uh, because he didn't feel, I liked that. That first 15 minutes was kind of like control, 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 control. Maybe a little bit too much, too. Not saying it was you, just... Yeah, but now we're just going to get out of control. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, it, it, we did call it in and out of control, so I guess we started with in, and now we're going to go out. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> awesome.
1: <laughs> and then we'll probably go in for the last 15 and out for the last 10. <laughs> so, that cool.
2: sounds like a love
1: stance. Um, I like that. So, Connor, between us, we're just going to keep going in and out and in and out. It's going to be awesome. And I'm going <laughs> to love every second. Of it. <laughs> so, that sounds
2: uh, No. <laughs> why do we
1: have listeners tonight, is what I want to know. It should be a private conversation. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, listeners, please listen, whatever. It's kind of like, I don't know, it's funny. It's like being on show. Because um, uh-huh. I'm on a show. so I also thought, okay, so I was looking at these this word like the duplicating systems of stuff, and that triggered something for me. That I went, okay, so these duplicating systems, if we're in and out of control in bed, these duplicating systems are kind of like reminding me of our automatic response systems. Yeah, it's kind of like oh, so is control. And then I was like, "Wow! So it's actually control part of our automatic response systems, like how we control our universe by continuing to cha- to choose automatic responses unknowingly mm-hmm. because we're unconscious yeah. of them, but unconsciously operating for automatic response to create control in our lives."
2: Well, especially so if you talk- wherever.
1: If
2: that, I was just gonna say, especially when you're talking about sex, how many times do you do control because you're trying to duplicate a prior experience, whether it was good or. Okay, or you just wanted to do good again, <laughs> or so you thought. Right,
1: or yeah, and you're not going. How does it get better than that? You're like, that was good. Let's do it again. Oh, that was good. How does it get better than that that? Is more fun, and it's less from an automatic response. Mm-hmm. So, how many automatic mm-hmm. response systems do we have? Right, and so I guess the part of that clearing is that they they often include like how many automatic response systems do we have controlling? Yeah. Or did I just invent that? That's included.
2: <laughs> that we that uh, we how many automatic responses yeah, go... we have that are to control? Whoa. Yeah. Although one thing that you said that really got me was the fact that it control comes from Contra, which meant game.
1: Yeah, against. Right? Which.
2: And... I I love that. That just takes the entire significance out of everything with control now you don't have to worry to me i don't have to worry about being right or wrong with control anymore because i've been doing that a lot the last few weeks if it's just a game
1: oh
3: cool right it's just a
2: game (laughs) right so like oh this is it becomes
1: like a battle right it's like oh i'm going to go against you because contra is that being against somebody and then
2: oh you said contra was
1: yeah, but what did you say? Because I like the energy of what you thought it was, too. You a game. thought it again, like over and over? Oh, a game.
2: A game. Like, you're just playing a game. It's just being in and out of control is just a game.
1: It is a fucking game, and that's your awareness on it. And how much more does it probably mean that than anything else? <laughs> yeah. How much do you know about it that we didn't know about it that you heard me say that I didn't even know I said? How cool is that? Yeah. So we have somebody on here who has a little thought to share. Um, she's used to supporting people to get out of control by, so she says, I'm used to supporting people to get out of control by me being in control. I think it would be cool for both to be out of control. Is that possible? So what if you can both be aggressive presence instead of anybody playing control or not control? If mm-hmm. you be that aggressive presence, then you're being both simultaneously anyway, mm-hmm. I think. Quite yeah. possibly. Yeah. So everywhere where you felt that you needed to be, to get out of control, to be totally in control, would you like to just try and uncreate all that times a god billion?
2: Right around good, bad, pop pop called nine shows place and beyond.
1: Thanks, because I just like I just like fucked my own head on that. One. <laughs> like, <what?
2: laughs> I couldn't even hear what you said. <laughs> I was like, huh? <laughs> that
3: was the one. <laughs>
2: I'm going to have to put put this class with you on loop.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was weird. Okay, cool. So then, okay, because I am a control freak, I thought, okay, I'm going to micromanage this show. Because I I tried to micromanage it yesterday when I was doing a pre-call with you. And it was really Uh cute. And you're like, how about if we don't do the show right now and we do it tomorrow? I guess, Connor, that would be... <laughs> I was
2: like, because if um, we do it all tonight, I'm not going to have anything to say tomorrow.
1: <laughs> I know. So, um, and and you had brought up a few things that I thought, okay, I didn't, um, I didn't really uh, think about how I, I would bring it up, but I just wrote down some points to kind of reference you. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them was um, that we talked about, and I kind of re- reframed it. They, um, you know. Because if I do like to be in control of things, like how can I work that into my life? So if you like control, and you using to create a reality that's fun for you? Um, or are you using control to limit you? So if you're using control for, to create fun for you or what you think control is, if you think something is control and you're using it um, as creation in your life, then it's probably not control. know what I'm saying? Because if we control it, we can't create it, can we? Yeah, well, it's a, it's
2: a good point because Dane brought up the fact that um, at the Denver level two, three, that when you're riding a horse, you are and always have to be the person in control. And so Mm -hmm. there is this like, sort of like, I I don't want to say defining control and out of control, but like using control to make sure you're always in control, however not controlling by force to where you're sort of over-controlling things. Because being out of control really allows things probably to move the way they need to move. And then, But you can't just let things just fall apart. Like I, being out of control to me on a horse was I'm just going to be like, okay, I'll let the horse do whatever they want. And then I had a horse walk into a barbed wire and scrape my leg. And I was like, well, that didn't work. So I got to at least have some right. level of control. Whereas when I'm trying to stop a horse that's about to run into electric fence, I'm using control with massive amounts of force. And the horse wasn't a very big fan of that, which I'm not a very big fan of that either. If someone, including myself, is trying to control me with force. So
1: that Right, yeah. So in a in relationship or in sex, if somebody's trying to control you with force, that equals no fun, right? So, or for yeah. some people it might, but for some people it doesn't, right? So it's to be aware of that. Oh. but if you're,
3: mm-hmm.
1: if you're being aggressive presence, you'll be aware of it.
2: Yeah. You'll receive what you need to be for the person you're with to receive. And you'll be an allowance yeah. of that.
1: Exactly, mm-hmm. of whatever... So, when you were riding that horse, if you were in allowance of the horse and what it what it was aware of, you would have had that you, know, you would have become that energy of aggressive presence and been aware of of what the horse was asking for and what you required and not run into the fence possibly mhm, so yeah, who knows what what you created this for, but maybe you created it to be on the show, so you know you have lots of people go, "Hey, that guy's kind of fun." Yeah. Who knows knows what this is created for, right? uh And what else is possible. Uh, So, yeah, I thought um, when we come back, maybe we'll talk a a little bit more about how, what we think being in control can be useful for. Um, as, As I was saying, I thought, I started to become aware that it could be actually a contribution to my life. So when we come back from break, we can talk about how being, Uh, being that energy of control not that you are control, you're being an energy of control can be a contribution when we come back from
3: break
0: many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet what else is possible beyond what we have already seen heard or thought of what if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich, you you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.FM.
3: What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. the best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life?
0: This is The Pleasure Zone with Body Whisperer Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at A2Zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at com. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure
1: Zone. I'm your host, Melissa Yelanić, and I'm on with my guest, Connor Hill, today. We're hey, hey. About being in and out. Yeah, talking about being in and out of control. So we're just gonna jump in on each other the rest of the time so that we can be out of, totally out of control. Be <laughs> um, so before we went to break, I was talking about how how can we use being to be at the
2: we're kind of losing you melita
1: can't hear me can you hear me now no
2: can hear you now there we go so something about and it disappeared
1: yeah being in and out of okay that's funny cuz you know uh, i think i i let's expand the energy so yeah. being in control it's really funny cuz i actually got really dense when i talked about that so if i'm in control let's talk
2: about something different
1: I Yeah, should we? Because then the energy might actually shift. So let's see, what if we're...
2: Because as I'm listening to the talk at at break and everything, I kind of want to hear what awarenesses you have around sort of being in and out of control with bodies, whether it's your own body or someone else's body.
1: Oh, that sounds like fun, Connor. Okay, let's go there. You're adorable. That's why I think I'm going to take you on as my co-host permanently. That'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever it permanently is, um yeah. so yeah, my awareness around being out of control with bodies for me is like when if i'm if I'm being a control freak, say, with a client, then I'm not really willing to see where they can go and where they can change, and when I'm willing to be totally out of control, out of linearity, out of concentricity, out of limitation then what can be created for bodies and for people in terms of expansion of their awareness is like way freaking more fun for me. So as much as it might seem like a session that I'm in control, I am actually not the one in control. The person that's coming to me is the one who I'm following. So I follow their energy. So ultimately they're the ones in control and I just, uh, like energetically tease them into something greater. So
2: oh, do that. can you imagine?
1: I would do that. I, I really. Like I would do that. You like that? I... Teasing them into a new reality. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I really like that. Like?
1: I'm, I'm glad really you like, like that. Maybe that's how I should advertise it. Tease yeah. into a new reality. to greater to choose something greater. Uh huh. So, yeah, some, some bodies are really, you know, they're vulnerable and they're willing to, they're willing to be out of control. So when the body is, the first time they're like, you know what, I am willing to see whatever it takes to create the change I'm looking for and they're willing to let go of total control, then... Yeah. uh yeah, so can you guys hear me? Because I'm getting messages that are coming in and out. I'm just Kind
2: of going in and out, like fading really ever so slightly to where we can barely hear you. But now you're back. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay, cool. So, yeah, so if the person is willing to have their barriers down, come in and look at what is possible, we can very, like if the person's actually got their barriers down and they're willing to receive anything and everything that could contribute to their life, their bodies will move in a different way than somebody that comes in and they say to me, um, I would just like to know if this relationship is going to work. So one of the things I do for a living is that I do tarot reading. So I have a lot of people who come to me looking for me to um, give them answers. And when I give them questions, it's kind of funny to them. So a lot of people who are willing to be totally out of control will allow the questions to come up and the changes to show up. And that's part of, like, teasing them into a new reality. And whether I do that with bodies through touch or whether I do it with words through um, different awarenesses that I'll have and use mm-hmm. language to do that, there's so many ways to play with the energy to tease people into something that's going to be greater for them. And that's fun for me. That's kind of like where I kind of see myself as a quiet dominatrix of where I tease people into new reality. That's what I was aware of this week is that I have this um, maybe secret longing to be a dominatrix. So I could you know be a quiet dominatrix, but I'm not one of those like out there aggressive types that are going to be aggressive. It's more like a subtly tease you into a new reality. So that's my that's my uh, thing. awareness on being out of control and in control of bodies. When people are willing to be out of control, completely out of limitation and choosing no limitations their bodies are just so fun. And they'll move in the most incredible ways. And people are controlling it and having expectations of the outcome of what it should look like or be like. The results are very different.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I like that you really kind of brought up an awareness for me around the whole just in and out of control in general where it's kind of like everything's the opposite of what it appears to be and nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be because said the person that you're working on is normal is for the most part, and you could even apply this to sex. The person that you're with is when you're doing out of control, the person that you're with is actually in control because you're looking at where they can receive and what you can do or be next to lead wherever they are willing to go. So they're kind of in control Where however, you're actually the one in control because you're the one that's looking at where they are willing to receive. So I'm getting this, everything is the opposite of what it appears to be. Nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be. And that to me may be a form of controlling subtly
1: Right. That's like that subtle dominatrix, I would say. Like, yeah, just willing to follow the energy Yeah. to tease people into that kind of new reality is mm-hmm. fun. So what's your awareness of being in and out of control with bodies, either with sex or with bodies and you work on them with the energy work that you do?
2: So my first
1: Do you like how I put I'd... that back on you?
2: Yeah, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, it's like what keeps coming up is, is, is like, I look at snowboarding and, like, any sport that I do, um, snowboarding and skydiving and even golf and things like that is where when you're out of control, you allow sort of, like, the flow. Like, when you're out of control with the body, you're actually in more control. Weird. Yeah. Whereas, like, when I talk about snowboarding, if I'm trying to be totally in control and I'm using force to control, it's like, it's really hard. It doesn't move easily. However, if you're, like, snowboarding through Epic Pow, (laughs) then when you relax and you allow yourself to be a little bit more out of control, you're in more control and everything is ease. It's really easy. Yeah, it is really hard. So, um, so same thing with skydiving, where when you try and get overly in control and you really try and use your mind to control things, it makes things a lot harder, but not in a good way. I think all the women are no, calling. Not call, in a good way. I, I
1: thought. Yeah. Okay, because they're all getting excited. You're saying the word you, hard and hard, they're I
2: think all you've a got a few women in and out yeah, and hard we'll
1: show where you say. <laughs> Hard, hard, in and out, hard, cough. Well, hard, hard, in and out. And then, yeah, the women in the room are just gonna start sweating. Yeah, up. all good.
2: Is that was that. I'm so the, glad that
1: you guys are, that's are what we were probably trying to get totally out of control by talking about stuff like that on the show.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: that's probably that's probably what we were kind of trying to go to. Uh huh. So, so yeah, so
2: I think everybody's probably so had the, the same
1: experience
2: in the bedroom, probably if we want to talk about. In and out, and hard is where things yeah, do just sort of flow, right? And you aren't really in control, but you wouldn't even say you're out of control either. But you're definitely not trying to control anything, you're not trying to go in any certain direction, you're just having fun and playing the game, and maybe going in and out of having control a little bit. <laughs>
1: I can't even talk to you right now, do you get that? I like you... you just uh, take over my show, and I just need a few minutes to myself, okay? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I'm supposed to be in control. I'm the one going in and out, right.
1: right? I love how you just took control of the show, and I'm <laughs> willing to surrender it to you for the next, you know, twelve minutes that we have left. That was great, Connor. See, like I am totally impressed with how you. Subtly, you know, used words to uh, and energy to contribute to me losing control. That was awesome. Your freaking talent. Are you aware of
2: that? I'm becoming more aware of it. Thank you very much. <laughs>
1: awesome. That's good. I'm glad you're becoming more aware of it. And now, how can that contribute to your life and the lives of all the people that you can contribute to?
2: That but was an cool amazing. I got I gotta hand it to you. That was an amazing wedgie. I was not really prepared at all for you to contribute to me in that manner. So thank you.
1: You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Major wedgie. I think you know. A couple of days from now, you can just pull the underwear from the sky and mm-hmm. just like pull it down, and you'll be o- you'll be okay. It can't be hard, but you'll be okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: That's good. I'm glad. So <laughs> we're—I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. So I—I I don't know where this is gone, Connor. But we can just keep on talking because uh, we were talking about control in and out in the bedroom, and um, then I yeah. lost my mind somewhere and mm-hmm. lost control. Because
2: so <laughs> awesome. you started <laughs> but, thinking about how being in and out of control is really hard.
1: Yeah, and how things can be hard. <laughs> In and out of control. <laughs> it's awesome.
2: <laughs> so it's like we make being in and out of control really hard because that's the only way we like it, huh?
1: Yeah, that's the way I like it. In and out of control, and it's got to be hard, um, definitely. And it it can contribute to more, you know. Uh, I don't know, because my mind is mushed, so I'm going to let you talk, honestly. Okay. I don't know what you just did there, but you oh. mushed me, and I so appreciate oh, okay. it, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've, I was really alert and aware and present, and somehow yeah. I just, like, expanded to all the areas of the universe. That's part of what happens when you are willing to, like, let go of control. You yeah. can literally expand to the farthest reaches of the universe without even mm-hmm. uh, thinking about it
2: yeah so, so I think it's here, break time yeah. right now, isn't it?
1: It is break time, so I'm just gonna go lose my mind for two minutes. And nice. I'll come back to the show I'm jealous awesome. thank you.
0: Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm.
3: What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life?
0: This is The Pleasure Zone with Body Whisperer Melitza Yelenich To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at A2Zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Milica at Now, back to the program.
1: So Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone, and I'm your host, Milica Jelanić. Today, we've been talking about being in and out of control with Connor Hill, and to be honest, my brain turned to mush in the last five minutes, so I don't even um, can't even give you a brief on what we talked about that Cool. Because <laughs> cool. somehow, I I, I usually I'm so in control I could give you uh, every word, word for word, what I said on this show. Oh, so nice. that's pretty funny. Yeah, thank you. So I What's
2: like your the things that
1: are.
2: I like, I like the things that are popping up in the chat room right now, and it kind of got a question in my, in it, for me as far as like. So during foreplay, who's in control?
1: Interesting. So in foreplay who's in control? Yeah. What if there yeah, so what if nobody has control? Like what is foreplay anyway? Like what if it's there's no for or after and it's all part of the fun? It's fun play, not foreplay. Yeah, so what if we just return it? Instead of foreplay, it's fun play and it's all included.
2: Because foreplay, there's only four places you can go, and we want to go everywhere. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs>
1: Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Then I thought, yeah, I thought uh, I thought it would take back subtle control of the whole show for one minute and do a clearing statement just for fun. That was do totally it. out of whack, and it was totally out of line. So what would happen if you or we were totally out of control definition, limitation, form, structure, significance, concentricity, and out of linearity as the magic and sexualness we truly be. And everything yeah. that doesn't allow that, we can destroy and uncreate it all. We're right, wrong, bad, pop pot, online, shorts, boys and beyond. Because so the show has no... sex. Yeah, just while I'm having sex, I'll just think I'll just run that and see what yeah. happens.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I think that's a really, yeah, before and after, (laughs) during, during. I'll just like play it as a word. I'll stick it in my ear and I'll just listen to it during. That would be out of control and very odd, but I think it would work, right? So if you'd like that one again, we'll just do it one more time. What would happen if you were totally out of control? Definition, limitation, form, structure, significance, concentricity, and out of linearity as the magic and the sexualness you truly be. And everything that doesn't allow that destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, right. bad, pot, bottle, my short, fluid, yeah. Yeah, because this whole show had no rhyme or reason because we were in and out of control. The things are hard, and then that was great. And I loved it
2: mm-hmm. every
1: minute of it. So, how many ways can you? How many ways for the listeners? Like, how many ways do you subtly control situations, whether it's with language, uh, whether it's with energy, whether it's aggressively? So, and then where do you have to be aggressive with control, where you don't be subtle, and where could you choose, um, if that's working, that's great. What if it's not working and you could choose subtleness to create the change you're looking for? So, if you are in control of something, you also can create the change you're looking for, too. Um, It's kind of like when you're in control of the business and you know what's required, and you can choose it because you're in control of it. So if you're not in control of it, you won't really be aware of what's required. So being is like being out of control is also not always being very aware. Being in control is being very aware of everything. Like being in control of your finances to me would also mean that I'm very aware of my finances. So yeah, that's just like my point of view of it. So some places it's really uh, contribution and in other places it's like what else is possible if we could choose to create something greater by allowing ourselves to have uh, to receive more or to be you know even to tease ourselves into more consciousness with letting ourselves be out of control or in control where we're never willing to be in control for people who are always out of control financially what would it be like to be in control so people are always out of control uh, in relationships sex, what would it be like to, be, to know that you can choose and that you have choice? And for people who are totally in control all the time, what if you just allow somebody else to make a choice and you follow that energy if it's fun for you? Because it can be. Sometimes other people choosing and you go, hey, that actually feels like fun. and You don't have to be the one to be the leader for a second. So you could be the leader or the follower. And that's kind of that in and out of control. So we've got two minutes till we get off of yeah. this show. So, and you know I'm going to have you back on here. Cause it's always a riot, even if it's only for me, because I think half the time I have you on here, it's for me.
2: So. <laughs> well, as always, <laughs> it is a pleasure zone, but in King.
1: Awesome. <laughs> so can you, can you give a little, um, just a reminder, so Connor's got a class coming up on October 8th. For bars and then foundation level one on the 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th. Yep. And I'm hosting uh, Christine McIver in Toronto on October 4th and 6th for foundation. So we're all creating change all over the world. Mm -hmm. And uh, I love to see you guys um, at the class with Christine because I already let you guys know last week if you come, I'll probably hold your bum. That's just like how it works with me in classes. If you come, I'll probably hold your bum. Do you like the Ryan? I'm creative like that. So thank you, Connor, for
0: being
2: on the
1: show.
3: Big
0: hug. Thank you. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Melissa Yelinich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.